Hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing? <clears throat> oh, I'm a little bit croaky there. Um, uh, I've had some uh, cacao, some warm cacao with with lion's mane mushroom in, which is supposed to be, depending on what you read, it's either really good for your focus or it makes you really blissed out and chilled. So <laughs> I still can't work out what effect it has on me. It's very tasty, but I've just had a, a large mug of it and I'm interested to see what effect it has on me. It seems so far to have made my voice all croaky. So there we go. You join me on um, on my rug in my bedroom. And um, this is, I had an idea for an episode that I'd like to talk to you about, which I, th- which is this one, <laughs> which is about um, the most dangerous thing that we set, we tell ourselves. And I had the idea for this while I was doing some swimming yesterday. And then I got so inspired and excited that, um, I don't know, I think I just forgot it then. Um, I don't know how I got into the car. I got home and I was like, yeah, that's so obvious. I will remember this idea and promptly forgot it. So so here we are. And I've remembered what it is now the day after. So let's see if we can do it justice. So, yes, the most dangerous thing you could say about yourself or to believe about yourself is this. It's a phrase and we say it often. I hear it a lot in coaching sessions and it is. That's just who I am. That's just the way I am. And I hear this a lot and it's um, I hear it usually used with reference to people kind of identifying with some kind of characteristic pattern of behavior or quality about themselves that they're maybe even proud of. So it could be things like being achieving things or being reliable or having high standards or being accomplished or having some kind of re- reputation amongst other people. Or something about the way you perceive yourself and the way you are seen. And and um, I catch myself doing it. I do this sometimes. It's kind of like a pride. It's a self-reinforcing statement where there's something you maybe like about yourself. And you're a little bit, it's kind of a humble brag. Maybe you feel a bit bashful about this. And usually we kind of, kind of like it about ourselves. Um, so I've heard people talk about, yeah, high standards, you know, that's just who I am. I will always have high standards. People rely on me. They expect this from me and I don't like letting people down. And that's just who I am. You know, people pleasing. I, I like to keep other people happy. I'm, I'm, you know, I like to, um, I act the fool when, uh, when I'm in a group of people and that's just who I am. And people like that. And I, that's how I diffuse tension. I can be a bit of a joker in the group. I'm talking about myself now. And I've said this myself. It is a kind of pride. That's just who I am. That's just the way I am. But there's a problem in this. And this has taken me many years to, to realize that the flaw in this, um, and it's, it's, this is the flaw. It says that you are fixed and you are unchanging and you are constant. And once something is defined or set in stone about you, it will never, ever change. And in my experience, that is the opposite of being human, because if you compare yourself the way you are now to, say, 10, 15, 20 years ago, I think there'd be quite a lot of differences there. There might be a lot still kind of consistent there, but... Our edges soften, some of them sharpen, some things we do more of, some things we do less of, some things we let go of. New characteristics we gain, we change, we get influenced by the people around us. Life circumstances can often shake us out of patterns of behaviour, you know. 
um, good things happening, relationships or, or bad things happening as well, you know, loss of, of loved ones or loss of jobs or health reasons, like all this stuff has an effect on you. We just can't witness it when we're in the moment. Us humans are really good at kind of thinking that the way things are now are the way things they will always be. And reality is there's no way of accounting what will happen in the future. And we have really, really bad at judging how we were in the past because we can't remember what that was like because we're not there anymore. So, yeah, it's kind of the opposite of being human. And I define humans um, as learning creatures. So <laughs> to say you are unchanging, you are fixed and you and learning is just change. You know, it's a it's a it's a positive rebound of what changing is. We learn and we we change ourselves like to say we aren't learning anymore is to deny your humanness. Um, yeah, we're, we're incredibly resilient, adaptable, creative, um, creatures. It's our strength, homo sapiens. And I believe to say that's just who I am and that's just the way things are to be an incredibly dangerous statement and an incredible, um, blinker denial of what it is to be human. So that's the first, um, sort of, um, erroneous kind of assumption baked into the statement. And the second one is, it says that you are your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviours. That's that, but in saying that's just who I am, or that's just the way things are, or just, that's just the way I am. That suggests that y your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviours are you. It's an identification with um, your expression of of who you are in any given moment. And as I've said probably hundreds of times on this podcast, if you're a regular listener. It's that you do, we don't, we don't get to choose our thoughts and our feelings and even our behaviors. A lot of them are inherited or they're automatic or we copy them and we develop them or they're hard baked into us genetically, all this kind of stuff. We don't, I, I don't know about you, but I don't choose a lot of my behaviors. Like I, that, that's the growth. I mean, that's a good thing to be, to aim for is where we are mindful of our um, automatic behaviors and we, we choose how we want to act in a moment that's that's the work and I work on that and, and maybe you do too we want to we want to be more mindful and live a more deliberate kind of conscious life but most of the time it's not possible to do that about everything we think feel and the way we act a lot of it is is automatic and unthinking and unchosen so that's the other thing that's kind of baked into this 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 assumption that this this dangerous statement that I'm, I'm i'm arguing is dangerous this that's just who i am that's just the way things are that's just the way i am um it can take other forms this as well i've noticed um someone very close to me who is um uh mature um getting a older an older person and i hear things um statements like oh um uh, what is it? it's like, I'm, I'm too old to learn this. You know, I'm too old to learn a new language or, oh, I haven't got the patience for this anymore. Or my brain doesn't work like that anymore, which may be true. You know, um, as, as we get older, our, our brains change and our, and our neuro, but we, I get neuroplasticity follows us all through life. We can always learn and change. And I think age makes it more difficult. Definitely. He says, not being in that bracket of life, but from what I can observe from the outside and from what I've read in the research, we're capable of learning and growing our entire lives because we are human for all of our lives. So yeah, this thing about being too old or or is is is, I think it's problematic. Um, but the jury's out on that. Wait until I get older and then we'll report back on that. But um, 
Um, another kind of form of this is, is I just mentioned it, but to go into it in a little bit more detail, is this saying things, oh, I'm just, I'm no good at that. I, I just, I can't do that. Um, it's like if we say things like can't, it generally means we won't. And it be, it's a kind of putting an extra obstacle in the way when really what an honest thing to be say was, would an honest thing to say would be, I have no interest in getting better at that. And it's not a priority for me, so therefore I'm not going to focus my attention or put any effort into this. Rather than saying, oh, I'm no good at that and I'll never be any good at that. It's kind of a more honest, maybe even vulnerable way of looking at it. But um, in my experience, humans, you know, we're pretty adaptable, we're pretty resilient, we're pretty good at coping. I think we can probably learn to do most things. Not accepting impairments like, of course, disability and health and things like that and neurodiversity, which... I must admit, some I have some ignorance around, but yeah, I think that I'm no good at th at this, or I'm too old to do this. Is is just another form of this. That's just who I am. It's this kind of fixed, rigid, unchanging kind of assumption that's baked into it. Um, and while I'm saying all this, I think it plugs into a kind of um, a, a lesson that I learned a long time ago. Um, which was a misconception, which is this idea that, um, hmm, how do I put this? It's something to do with um, defining yourself by um, a behaviour. Let me just think about this out loud. Yeah, so you probably just heard me half giving you attention to doing this podcast and half look at my notes here that I've jotted down because I still haven't <laughs> worked quite out worked out quite what I want to say about this. So I think this comes back to the point of identification. Um, what I'm saying that is, is if we identify with who we are at a fixed point, um, what we're actually saying is we're scared of changing. We're scared of losing or changing this part of ourselves that we have decided is set in stone. And humans have a tricky relationship with change. I think we see change as a scary thing because it's going to, change what we count as safe and known and predictable so things like who we are who you are as in the other people in your life where i am my job you know um my status in life my financial security my hobbies all this kind of stuff we define ourselves so much by the extrinsic things in life around us that if we question this statement that's just who i am that's just the way things are what we're actually doing is we are inviting change and perhaps a loss of identity, we are kind of shaking that 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 possibility, that, that illusion of safety in life, that things may change. And when we change, you know, we risk becoming a different person. And when we become a different person, we can we can, if it happens too quickly and it's not managed in a, in a kind of gentle way, we can scare ourselves. You know, we might not recognise ourselves anymore. We can especially scare the people around us which can be really disconcerting because that's when we get into kind of relationship difficulties and people may not trust us anymore if they don't, if we're not living up to an identity that they believe we should fit into. And I, I hear this a lot in, um, I do a practice called Authentic Relating, which is, uh, I've mentioned before, it's kind of a, it's the art of being human and it's the way you communicate and relate to other people in a kind of more genuine 
more real, kind of sharing more of your truth and being a little bit more tender in, in conversations and what you reveal with other people. And when you go down this journey and you start to invite change into your life, it can often be really difficult for the people around you who can who see you changing and they're scared and they don't recognise it because they're living their own kind of interpretation of this is just who I am, that's just the way things are and nothing will ever change because that's the way I want to keep it and I feel safe and this is knowable and I like life the way it is and I, you know, the status quo is good and this person, you know, is, I don't recognise and they're changing and they feel distant to me and this kind of stuff like, it all plugs into that and it can be the same for us, you know, um, I think me, my, my, the, the thing that I alluded to before recognising in myself was that I have a a kind of sense of humour that is very much based on things like, it's got a cynical edge to it, it's got a judgmental edge to it, it's got a kind of dark, introspective kind of edge to it. And I've always identified so strongly with my humour and the way, where my humour comes from that I've been afraid in the past to do any work on my judgmentalness and my cynicism and my scepticism and this kind of thing and because I was afraid of losing that I thought oh I'm going to lose my humour and my humour will change I'll become boring and serious and this kind of thing and what I figured out is the opposite is true like I it's going to take a lot of work to get rid of judgment it's kind of hard baked into um, oh, I'm just about to say that's just who I am. You see, I'm doing it here. That's a live thing. Like, it's going to take a lot of work to eradicate that completely. And I think it's not a case of subtraction. It's like not a case of losing that. I've not lost that kind of judgmental in a part of me that informs a lot of my kind of bleak humour. It's still in there. But and also there's a part of me that I've developed and learned to 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 grow more through my coaching and my authentic relating and my improv that like there's a compassionate side as well as a side that can be empathetic and soft and gentle and I can have both and it's it's like an addition it gives me greater range and I'm really interested in this is is the range of what it is to be human like so I've gained more range by developing and accentuating other parts of me in addition to the parts that I would thought that I would have to lose to kind of almost fix myself or get better. So if anything I've gained in addition to, you know, and I have the ability to dial things up and dial things down. So it's almost as if I'm saying, that's just who I am and I'm also this. So that might, might be an interesting invitation actually in this podcast is to look at it like that. Next time you catch yourself feeling that kind of pride, feeling that identification with a particular aspect of yourself, a thought or feeling a behavior, a quality, is to say, well, can I have that? And can I also have a little bit extra along the spectrum? Can I have some other qualities that would kind of balance that or counteract it or sit alongside and complement it? So that's just who I am. And also this is who I am. You know, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Can you can you strive for that? Um, how are we doing? 15 minutes. Wow, let's see if I can wind this up. This this is one of those podcasts that start, podcast, this is one of those podcasts that started out a little bit clunky and the the more I've witted, the more I, I feel I'm becoming clearer and more lucid about what it is I wanted to say. So if you got this far, thank you for sitting with me. I love you. Um yeah, a, a healthy kind of I think it's so that yeah, this is another invitation for you. I found a healthy way to work with this over identification with our with our ego, because that's what it is, you know, all this, this stuff, this, this fixed, fixed, fixidity, I think is a word, this fixed nature of who we are, this, our identity, our kind of sense of self, um, this, this kind of 
this uh, human being that you are with these qualities that you're kind of wedded to and that, that we may believe are fixed, these standards that we have, this reputation that we have, this self-perception, all this kind of the behaviours, the values, the beliefs, all this structure is just personality. And this is what our personality does. It tricks us into believing that it is whole and it is it's integral and it is fixed and it is unshakable and it will always be like this and the way it is is the way it will always be. And that's what it's meant to do because if it didn't, we would never be able to cope with going through life. We would explode. You know, we would not be able... We would, without like the idea of there being a me, you know, my ego, there is no idea of like you being a you, we would never be separate and, and that, that, that feels great. So we'd be one whole big happy family, but I think we wouldn't be able to navigate life and create things like civilizations and societies and relationships and procreation and, and all this kind of stuff that has helped advance us as humans and also tripped us up. Wow. That got big and existential for a minute, didn't it? But yet my, the invitation I was going to leave you with, which turns out is invitation number two, is to maybe chuckle at it when your personality tricks you into believing this, that's just who I am, that's just the way things are, that's just the way I am. Next time it does that is to kind of just meet it with a smile and chuckle at it's kind of the innocence that it believes that and to chuckle maybe at the kind of maybe the arrogance of it, like that it would, it would trick you into believing that you're not this kind of learning, adaptable, creative, open-minded, curious, playful creature that you are and that it wants you to believe that you are fixed and, and you're not capable of changing and that you are, you are your behaviors and your thoughts and your feelings and all this kind of stuff that you just kind of meet it with a sort of gentle smile i wrote here like a like a kind of loving humor that it actually believes this stuff you know how sweet of it you know and thank you like thank you for protecting me and 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 giving me this illusion that that i am kind of um a complete well-formed human being that has everything sussed and doesn't need to learn anymore because i've I've cracked it, you know, I, I, <laughs> I don't need to change, I don't need to, I, I, I'm fixed and I've got it all kind of uh, under wraps, because that's what the ego wants us to believe. So there we go, the most dangerous thing to believe about yourself, and um, if you hear yourself saying it in these various different ways, or you, you get a sense of feeling that, you know, that's okay, um, I would probably want to leave you with, if you only take one thing away from this, this isn't a flaw, this isn't like you're wrong. This is just you um, being human as well. So, yes. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening and thank you for sticking around while I worked out what it is I wanted to say there. <laughs> bye for now. Love you, bye.